0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We often look at humans and think of all the ways we can improve our makeup, but humans are special because we were created by God. He loves us exactly the way we are. Pastor J.D. reminds us today that even though people think they can improve us with technology, we're perfect because we're exactly how God made us. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on September eighteenth, two 2022.
1: Simply put, This is a formal documentation and declaration eradicating any informed consent and in so doing authorizes gene editing technologies which according to Bible prophecy merges man with machine. Moreover, its artificial intelligence which is really satanic intelligence will in the tribulation alter the human DNA, dooming and damning all who accept the mark for all of eternity by hacking the, quote, software of life. We've quoted Yuval Harari. He's a World Economic Forum Klaus Schwab guy that basically says, we're hacking humans. We need to redefine what it means to be human. Hmm. So if we can alter the human DNA using what's known as CRISPR-Cas9 technology, which basically, you see it like this, a scissors that goes into the human DNA and cuts out a strand and replaces it with this. What's this? Oh, it's a, a different code. It's a different script and program. We're we're installing a operating system in the software of your DNA. And we're reprogramming it. That's what this is. Uh, uh, hmm. I know this sounds crazy, right? as it was in the days of Noah, so too will it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Do you know why Noah and his family were spared? Because they were intact in their genetics. They did not have their human DNA altered by the Nephilim. They were still intact in their genetics. That's why. And this is why it is, by the way, that all who take this mark It's not that God says, oh, that's it. You're damned for all eternity. No, you're not human anymore. You cannot be redeemed. Because Jesus came as fully God, fully man, to redeem man, not transhuman. And Satan knows that. Satanic intelligence, he knows that. If he can corrupt the human DNA, the gene pool, he can doom and damn man for all eternity. And that's what he's doing. This technology. You think man came up with this? No. Okay. Yesterday I, I went back into my archives. I shouldn't do this, but I did. <laughs> I went to my prophecy update titled Decision Time on January 10th of last year. And the reason I did was because at that time I had a quote and screenshot from Moderna's website in which they openly stated that they're installing an operating system called quote the software of life now here's the thing since then it's been scrubbed however i saved it and will now quote from it here's a screenshot Can't find it anymore. It's about installing an operating system via their injection, which they describe in great detail, by the way, what they refer to as their operating system. Quoting, our operating system. Recognizing the broad potential of mRNA science, we set out to create an MRNA technology platform that functions very much like an operating system on a computer. It is designed so that it can plug and play interchangeably with different programs. (laughs) In our case, the program or app is our MRNA drug. The unique MRNA sequence that codes for a protein, our mRNA medicines, the software of life. Still quoting. Utilizing these instruction sets gives our investigational mRNA medicines a software-like quality. We also have the ability to combine different mRNA sequences encoding for a different protein in a single mRNA investigational medicine. No thank you. Really? Well thankfully there are those who have archived and saved and uploaded these videos and websites. Here's a YouTube video of a TED Talk by former Moderna's chief medical officer, Tal Zaks, It was from back in 2017, and he said, and I quote, I'm here today to tell you that we're actually hacking the software of life. Organs are made out of cells, and in every cell there's this thing called messenger RNA, or mRNA for short that transmits the critical information from the DNA, or genes, to protein, which is really the stuff we're all made out of. This is the critical information that determines what a cell will actually do. And so we think of it like an operating system. It's not just in every cell of our body, it's actually in every cell of every organism alive. It's the same thing. So, if you could actually change that which we call the software of life and if you could introduce a line of code or change a line of code, it turns out that it has profound implications." Close quote. <laughs> Wee wee we, wee we, wee we, we what? This is right here. Right here. That's right here. That's right here. That's right here. that one's there. Oh, this one, that's over here. Come on, Pastor, you're being a little bit dramatic. Well, maybe. I mean profound implications. That's kind of an understatement. It's eternal implications. They want to reprogram and code and script the cells in the human body to make them not human anymore. And they're doing it. They're doing it. Uh, I probably should just mention this, because I know we get asked this a lot. So, okay, pastor, um, I've been injected. What are you saying? Hey, praise the Lord. God is able to protect you physically from the effects of this injection. And I know people personally who have been injected, and God in His grace has protected them. And they're still alive, by the way. They're still alive. And I praise the Lord for that. Now, are they going to suffer ill effects? Oh, absolutely. They already are. They already are. But have they lost their salvation? Absolutely not. If you're born again, you cannot be unborn again. And here's the thing, in the seven year tribulation, when they, whoever they are, accept whatever this is, it's not going to be something that, you know, unwittingly they do. No, it's going to be a decision they make to worship the beast, the image of the beast, and accept the mark of the beast. It, it's not going to be like, you know, I, I didn't know, am I, am I still saved? I mean, I, I got this thing, am I doomed that I get the mark? No, you're going to know that you've got it. It's not going to be like that. And not only that, but uh, this is 2 Thessalonians 2 as well, and I'll try to bring it in for a landing with this. The Antichrist cannot be revealed until the church is removed. So the Antichrist is, he's already on the scene. (laughs) I think he's behind the scenes already, but he cannot be revealed and identified until the church is raptured. Now, the rapture does not begin the seven-year tribulation. The agreement, the seven-year covenant in Daniel 9, 27, begins the seven-year tribulation. But the Antichrist and the mark cannot be now because the Antichrist hasn't been revealed. So whatever is happening now is not the mark. It cannot be the mark, but it will come. And I just got done sharing with you and quoting, not spinning. I'm just quoting these executive orders and these articles and these Moderna guys, and I'm just quoting them. And they're telling you and me that they're doing this and it's already happening. So, profound implications? Yeah. And here's the bottom line. If this is the appointed time, and it most certainly could be, then wouldn't you agree that the rapture of the church is at the door? I mean, let's just take the red heifer, just as one. They've already got a train, to bring all these people to the rebuilt temple for April? Um, Let's see, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, seven months, seven months. So if the rapture has to happen before the seven-year tribulation, and it does, and we're already seeing them scheduling everything that's going to happen in the seven-year tribulation, and they are, then what conclusion can you come to as a result, reasonably? Is it not that the rapture is at the door? I believe it is. And this is why we do these updates. This is why we end with the gospel. This is why we do the ABC's of salvation, which is just a simple explanation of salvation. What's the gospel? Good news. What's the good news? That Jesus came, he was crucified and buried and rose again on the third day, and he's coming back again one day. That's the good news, the gospel. The word gospel means good news. Your debt has been paid. You're free to go. What debt? Oh, the sin debt, the death penalty. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned. Otherwise, why would you be interested in a savior? Romans 3.10 says, There is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 says, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again, Jesus said, to enter the kingdom of heaven. Romans 6.23 packages first the bad news, with the good news. What's the bad news? So the wages of sin is death. We've all been sentenced to death because all have sinned. That's the bad news. Here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Uh, notice the, the purchase, the wages paid. It's a gift that he paid for. It cost him everything, and he paid it in full and He offers us the gift He paid for, which is eternal life in Christ Jesus. That's the A. Here's the B, and this is central. It is simply for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe, put their trust in Him, believe in Him, would not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Notice how definite that is. The C lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, If you confess with your mouth, which is the expression that comes from believing in your heart, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10.13 says, All, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I implore you. I make no assumptions. You might be in this service today or watching online. If you've never called upon the name of the Lord, believing in your heart, today is the day of salvation. I'm telling you, I'm pleading with you, please. I'm begging you. (laughs) We are so close. This is it. This is it. The time is at hand. Why would you want to delay the most important decision of your life for eternal life? When you see all of these things beginning to come to pass, exactly as God's word said it would. And it is. And Jesus said, Luke 21, 28, when you see these things begin to come to pass, look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draws nigh. I'm <laughs> Our redemption draws nigh really nigh. Again, I know deeply from out. really, 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 really nigh. I implore you, today is the day of salvation. Please. Okay, today's but God testimony, lastly. comes from a brother in Christ who actually I've had the privilege of emailing back and forth with as an online member over the years, and he asked me to Just have him remain anonymous. So he writes, Pastor J.D., I hope you're doing well. I wanted to say thank you for sharing the truth regarding 9-11, and I pray that people receive your message with ears to hear. We're truly in the final moments, and I can't wait to hear that trumpet sound. Last year, I was denied employment working with FCA at my alma mater because I would not take the jab. I was also discriminated against for a football coaching position at my alma mater for the same reason. As a former starting linebacker and team captain, I was effectively ostracized and shunned by the team I put my body on the line for because I refused to bow down. But God... This past spring, after a coaching change at the university, God allowed me the opportunity to get involved in a volunteer role with the team, and I was ultimately offered a graduate assistant coaching position. However, this time around, God allowed me to decline on my own terms. With my wife's work schedule, our first child on the way, and the roughly $2.50 per hour salary, I ultimately had to say no to the opportunity. Fast forward to summer 2022. I was hired on in the athletic department at the university, and there are no longer any COVID restrictions in place. No jab is required for employment. I was required to submit an exemption as a formality, but they are no longer being reviewed or denied. This past weekend, at our first home game, I was selected to be an honorary captain and was recognized before the game at midfield in front of 45,000 fans. I am just in awe of what God has done. These past couple years were difficult for me, but when things got tough I leaned in closer to the Savior. God turned my entire situation around for His glory and showed everyone, especially those who were complicit in not hiring me, that he is in control and on the throne. Our God is an awesome God. Thank you for your faithfulness and sharing the truth of the gospel and for sharing these but God testimonies. In the midst of my trial, hearing how God was moving in the lives of others filled me with hope that breakthrough was coming for me as well. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through the endurance taught in the Scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Romans fifteen four. 4. Why don't you go ahead and stand up. I love it when God does that by the way. (laughs) Father in heaven, thank you so much. Lord, we are very excited because we know how close we are to that trumpet sounding. But Lord, we're also keenly aware that there are those for whom this is not exciting but rather terrifying. But it doesn't have to be. Lord I pray for any who are finding themselves in that place of being terrified that they would realize that it's because they're not right with you and as such ready for you. So Lord I pray that today they would surrender, they would believe in their hearts, and that today would be the day of their salvation. Lord, lastly, I know there are many who are very weary, -weary, battle-weary, heavy-laden, and I just pray, Lord, that what I share today will be a source of great encouragement, renewed hope and strength. Lord some are just, it's, it's not one day at a time, it's one hour at a time, one moment at a time. So Lord, knowing that that trumpet could sound at any time is the only thing that gives us hope. You are our only hope, Lord. So Lord, I just pray that You'll encourage those who are weary, downcast, in despair, even depression, really struggling. Lord, lift them up, lift them up, that we might all look up to You. The author and the finisher of our faith, who we know is coming. Please, Lord Jesus, come quickly, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: We're so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor JD. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor JD has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdf-ar-a-g.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out Our Church Family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor JD. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually— every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass, so there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth.